0: James Martell here. WebmasterRadio.fm has something that every affiliate marketer should be buzzing about. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to our live stream at your leisure and download episodes of the Affiliate Buzz, plus sample episodes of great affiliate marketing shows like Affiliate Marketing Today and Affiliate Marketing Insider. For affiliate marketing news and information you can use right on your smartphone, download the Webmaster Radio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now.
1: Webmasterradio.fm proudly presents the longest running program on affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene.
0: Hi, it's James Martell here. Welcome to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz. It's great to have you with us. Yes, I'm here with Arlene, and today we're going to continue our conversation from last week talking about notable or notable online stats for 2013. And of course, uh, last week we talked at length about Facebook and their meteoric growth, as well as YouTube. And I thought today we could dig into mobile and if we have some time, we can talk about Twitter. And uh, Arlene, Here we are a week before Christmas, and we've had a chance to uh, dig through and look at some more stats. And this year is—it's going to be fun talking to you about Twitter because I don't think you're a Twitter person, are you?
2: No, I'm not a Twitter person. (laughs) Sure, there's lots to join me in that group.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you are a mobile person, and I do uh, know—I know the kids have always given you a bit of a hard time about your. we call it unmobile prowess. Yeah. And lately, though, I must say, you are using the phone a lot more. Yeah. For uh, things other than just placing a call.
2: They make and... them so complicated. There's so many things on these smartphones now, and it's just like, okay, all I want to do is make a call or send a text. That's all I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> you guys do everything else. Uh... You guys do all the the searching and the yeah and Justin amazes me when I look at him and his phone
0: yeah it's true uh the younger generation uh, definitely has it down pat and maybe that's where a good place to start is to talk about who's really using the phone. I've got some stat. I'm sorry I've got some statistics but l- let's talk a little bit about uh what we're seeing uh, as far as cell phone use or mobile phone use and tablet use amongst uh Let's start off with our kids. Let's start. And we say kids. They're now ranging in ages uh, between 18 and 26. And there's four of them. Two guys, two girls. The two oldest are boys. Two youngest are girls. And I would say uh, Justin and Victoria are probably the bigger two when yeah. it comes to mobile.
2: Mm-hmm, for sure. They're attached at the hip with their phones.
0: And then Shelby, not so much. Although she's, I noticed she's a lot in Facebook. Yes, big time in Facebook, and she does all of her Facebook uh, pretty much from her mobile device.
2: Yes, she does. And
0: we talked about some of those stats last week. The number of people using mobile uh, to access Facebook is very substantial. Now, let's talk about uh, what do you see. What do you see them doing with their phones? I know you uh, you you get a hold of Justin on his phone, but what what yeah. what are some of the main things you see him doing with it?
2: Um. Well, for sure, Justin does a lot of search on his phone. That's probably the biggest thing because they don't actually have a, a, a landline in their house. So, their phone is everything to them. So, they do – I see him Google searching all the time. He's looking for, you know, a restaurant. He's looking for – he you know, or he's doing his – he also does all his banking online. He uses his – I watched him use his phone the other day to do, transfer some money from one account to the other. Um, for sure, t- texting – there's a lot of texting going on with Justin for sure.
0: Yeah, and they're using Skype. That's yeah, the other thing so, that we we yeah. see going on as well is they don't seem to email much. No, not real emailers. Uh, no, but one thing he's got the new gaming device, which 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 is the new game uh, console. I
2: think it's he's called got. Xbox One.
0: That's right, Xbox One, and he—I know—he's explaining to me. I mean, so <laughs> it's funny. We feel like neophytes in some of this. We, meanwhile, we've been around the industry forever, but there's certain areas that it's just like we're just not there. So he's showing me his Xbox One, and really, it's a full-on computer, highly connected to the internet. He's sitting in front of his in front of his big screen at home. He talks to the to the to the Xbox One TV on. TV comes on, Skype, Skype comes up, he phones me. The camera comes on. He's now sitting on the on his Chesterfield looking at the big screen and I'm now looking at him through Skype in a video conference. He gets up out of the out of the uh he gets up off the uh the sofa there and walks into the kitchen and the camera follows him. He's just t- talking to me and it's just like and he does the shopping on there. Yeah. So the, the the number of these devices, I don't think we would call that mobile. I don't even know if we have a category for that. But we sure do know the younger crowd uses these devices to the to the extreme. I know Justin; he can come into my office, and when I'm not watching, he can take full control of my computer. He can use the mouse when I'm not even doing anything. And <laughs> That's he, right. <laughs> I mean, they do everything on these devices, and I think it's a good reminder to us as affiliates that if our sites are not mobile-ready, are not mobile-friendly, we are definitely losing leads or losing sales, and this is only getting bigger, and it's already huge. You, you were with me when we had a look at uh, Carol Newman's site, biogrowhealth.com, and we had a look through her stats, which are growing very, very nicely, and she, uh, 39.6% of her traffic comes in on mobile devices,
2: That's incredible. That's pretty awesome when you think about it.
0: Yeah, so with this in mind, let's kind of dig into a few of these stats here for mobile. So 36.1% use their mobile device to open up their email. and That's very interesting because when we sit down and uh, I just spent two days over the weekend, actually Friday and a Saturday, setting up uh, autoresponder series. And I must admit, in my mind, I'm still picturing people – opening my emails, these emails, on their computer. And a lot of them are, but 36% of them are actually opening them on their telephones. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Another stat is uh, global tablet sales, they figure, will exceed 450 million units by 2016. Wow. So I don't think it's any surprise to uh, to learn that uh, the tablets have definitely exploded onto the scene, and they're so simple and easy to use. I know our little granddaughter Brooke. Their mom and dad. When did Brian and Shelby give Brooke that little tablet, that little um, iPad? This a couple was, years ago now.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: She was probably just turning two. And she's a whiz. I mean, she's flipping through there. She's clicking yeah. on buttons. She's got that thing going.
2: Yeah, she knows and, uh, where her, her little games are and how to, how to access them instantly.
0: I was just talking to uh, an associate of ours, Bruno, and he's talking about his his parents. They were not PC people. They had a computer, but they never really used it. And he actually gave them a, an iPad for uh, a gift. And he says his dad's on – and they're, they're in their 80s now, mid-80s. He says he's on there playing poker. He's on there playing mm-hmm. chess. She's downloading different recipes, and, you know, so this technology is finally catching up with, with everybody. I know we had a look at some really good stats as far as the number of uh, seniors coming online, which is very uh, nice to look at. And while I pull this up, uh, the numbers the numbers were pretty impressive because we have this tendency to, to think that uh, the elderly are not online. And I don't know if that's exactly the right word for them, but let's say the 65-plus crowd yeah. Looking at some stats as far as social networking goes, and maybe this will probably flip into our conversation about Twitter and Facebook, uh, Facebook from a, a week ago, Twitter coming up. But they say in 2008, 1% of seniors were using social networking. So that's mm-hmm. one out of 100. Right. And that's five years ago. By 2010, it jumped from 1% to 26%. Hmm. So that's three years ago. And as of 2013, it's jumped again to 43% of U.S. seniors uh, uh, use social networking sites. So that's you know that's from 1% to 43% in five years. And we all know how fast five years went by. And I think um, this is just another good reminder that even though I remember still Joan, Joan said to me, one of our students, she goes, and she's not a social media fan. She goes, those wretched social media sites. I don't like them. It's like... <laughs> Too bad. That's where everybody's going. So whether we like him or not, that's where the audience is. So That's right. uh, Definitely uh, we need to to pay attention to that. And speaking of paying attention, I can see we are right up against the clock. Let's do this. Uh, When we get back, we'll continue talking about mobile, and then we'll jump right into Twitter. We'll be right back.
1: More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors.
3: Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate display media or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Why do over 15,000 small businesses love working with Infusionsoft? Because we believe in people and their dreams. We empower entrepreneurs and our groundbreaking tools help small businesses grow
0: and thrive. We listen. We care.
3: We serve our customers and we do what we say we'll do. We're always trying to find new ways to innovate and to improve our all-in-one sales and marketing platform. Most of all, from email to e-commerce, we help small businesses like yours succeed. Go to Infusionsoft.com slash radio to watch a free product demo. That's Infusionsoft.com slash radio. Hi, this is Ross Dunn, and this is John Carcutt
0: from SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. From our families to yours, we want to wish you a safe and enjoyable holiday season.
3: Have a happy holidays, everybody. Get the good gifts this year. From all of us to all of you, webmasterradio.fm, wishing you happy holidays and a prosperous new year. Time
1: now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene.
0: Yes, I'm here with Arlene, and we're talking about notable stats for 2013, and uh, I'm dead. seems I missed one of the most important stats that uh, <laughs> has happened in the Martell, uh world, and uh, we can are very happy to announce the birth of our second granddaughter. How excited are you?
2: Oh, I'm pumped. I'm so excited. So uh, her name is Hannah, and she was born two days ago, so December 17th she was born, and a little six-pound, five-ounce bundle of joy. She was three weeks early, so she was a tiny little thing, but they're already going home from the hospital today, and I've been over to the hospital probably three times kissing her face off, so she's absolutely absolutely beautiful. little sister for Brooke.
0: Yeah, it's very, very exciting, and who knows where uh, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, all of these uh, networks mobile will be uh, when she gets into her late... Teens, early twenties. Uh, I'm sure it'll be uh, quite amazing. And the stats that we're talking about today will be a long, uh, long distant past. Uh, in fact, maybe some of these networks might not even be there or be here. Who knows what's going to happen in the next uh, couple of decades online? It's pretty, yeah. uh, pretty amazing. Yeah. So let's continue on with uh, with mobile stats here. Uh, U.S. smartphone owners use shopping apps accessing them an average of 17 times per month. That's kind of interesting. Here's one for those who are marketing apparel. More than one in five apparel shoppers use tablets or smartphones for shopping on a daily basis. 55% of those who clicked on a mobile ad have an annual income of more than $75,000. Here we go. Here comes 69%. Get unwanted spam or text messages on their mobile phones. 42% 42% uh, of uh, mobile users have clicked on an ad on the mobile web and uh, 37% click ads in apps and that's a that's a topic that we've chatted with Matt Frary from Smarter Chaos a few times about the uh, some, and the number of affiliates within uh, his circle have created apps and they earn all of their revenue through apps through uh, display ads within apps in mobile devices definitely uh, an area worth uh, worth discussing. He also mentioned to me, and I won't mention the name today, we will probably get Matt on over the next couple of weeks, but uh, he talked about an affiliate with me yesterday uh, that does just in excess of $500 million in sales per quarter. Wow. $2 billion in referral sales per year, so staggering. No kidding. Absolutely staggering. So let let's uh let's flip over to to Twitter here. Twitter's an interesting interesting animal. So what's your basic take on Twitter, you?
2: Uh you know what, I just think that there's so much out there already to communicate, and I just, to me, it's just like one one more thing that I have to manage, and then trying to fit it all into a, a small snippet. I actually do like the idea of saying something in a small snippet, because sometimes the emails I get are just go on and on and on, and for being forced to say something in a short, concise manner, I think is awesome. <laughs> but you know what, it's just not, it's just not something I've embraced
0: yet. I, I like it because of the exactly what you said. It gets it forces us to get to the point, and I know with the help desk, sometimes, as you mentioned, you get an email that is two pages long, and that could take a while to get through it. And sometimes it's just uh, you know a lot of conversation and niceties, and that's great. But sometimes uh, uh, it would be easier if the, if the questions were a little more separated and easier to to identify within the text. And of course, Twitter makes that. Uh, Very easy because they force us to get to or to stick within the 140 character limit. But let's go through some of, you know, some of the numbers here. 8%, uh, that's a percentage of U.S. Internet users who use Twitter. So really, you know, it's a high number in in a lot of ways, but it's, uh, you know, it ain't Google. No. 460,000 new accounts, though, are created every single day on Twitter. Whoa. And that's impressive. Yeah. 20.6 Twenty point six million uh, U.S. adults access Twitter at least once a month. Hmm. One hundred and seventy-seven million tweets are sent every day, and a hundred and eighty-two percent increase in mobile Twitter users in the in the past year. So, there's another example of explosive growth in mobile. Apps. Uh, so again increasing our increase in mobile twitter users in the past year up 182 percent so i I honestly think one of the major areas that uh we should be maybe looking at in 2014 if you're not already is of course uh mobile because mobile if you think about mobile's actually of course the actual device where they're coming to your website your facebook page your twitter uh etc so we're we're kind of got to separate the two. We've got the networks and, the, and the, the destination sites, but the devices that people are actually looking at our content on is something that should be, I believe, uh, front and center. It says the, the person most, li- most likely to use Twitter is uh, females uh, 10%, males uh, 7%, and that's of internet users. are black, 5% are white, uh, 18% are Hispanic.
2: Huh. Interesting, huh? Very interesting.
0: Uh, 14% aged 18 to 29. So those who think uh, Twitter is not being used by the younger crowd, uh, this would say otherwise. 7% aged 30 to 49. Hmm. 6% aged 50 to 64. And then only 4% uh, age 65 plus. Right. So Twitter, you know, it's, it's. I, I must say, I, I do send out tweets usually on a regular basis. Uh, I, you know, I kind of, I think with, with a lot of this stuff, I have a tendency to ebb and flow. Sometimes I'm on it for months doing a really good job and then sometimes i'm just back off and i don't do anything for two three weeks and i must say currently that's about where i'm sitting with uh, all the stuff that we've had going on i just have, haven't even had time to to look at uh hardly my facebook page other than the new baby photos and uh, twitter i haven't tweeted for a week or two at least so time to uh, to get back on it you know, I could see we are up against the break. You know, what I'd like to talk about uh, after the break is a few ideas that uh, I've been kicking around on areas that I think uh, we can improve our business here. And I'll throw out a challenge to listeners as well on areas that they can improve their business. But I think I've identified the one or one area, one major area that umbrellas pretty much everything that we're doing, that if I was to focus on changing this one aspect or working a little harder on this one area that i think it will have a dramatic uh, and profound effect on our business let's talk about that right after the break
1: more affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors and a pitch. there are many things we would love to catch catching the final out of a baseball game and that's the ball game reeling that big catch of the day or catching a ride home taxi How about catching more attention, like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short, branded, attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike, for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com.
3: Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents... The 12th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2014. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized Certificate of Achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 12th Annual IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. with the search cowboys search cowboys will round up search engine marketing social media and more search cowboys on demand anytime inside the international marketing channel only on webmasterradio.fm
1: time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm here's james and arlene
0: yes i'm here with arlene we're talking about notable online stats for 2013 now, Arlene, before we talk about uh, some of the things we can we can do, all do I think to improve our businesses uh, in 2014, let's talk about uh, these social networks. You, you actually hit a chord with me. You said, you know, you've got enough to do without adding another social media network into the mix. When we talked about. Uh, Twitter, and one of, one of the strategies that I've been working on here, and one of the ideas that I've been kind of playing with, and I, I gave it a title in one of the courses we've done recently, and it's, it's basically The Power of One. And I believe, and I've, we've yet to prove it, but I'm going to be working heavily on this in 2000 and 14, uh, because I, too, have limited time, like everybody, and I, I have a Google Plus account, which we haven't talked about statistically yet, maybe in an upcoming show, but we've talked about Facebook, we've talked about YouTube, we've talked about uh, Twitter, and we've talked about mobile. But mobile, again, is a, is a device that people are, are accessing all of these other sites with. Now, what, let me ask you a question, Arlene. If you had four, or let's say, yeah, let's say the four areas to work on—YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Google Plus—would you think it would be better to work on all four of those sites marginally, or be better off to focus on one of them and really hit a home run with it?
2: <laughs> That's a good question. Um, you know what? I'd probably have to say all four sites marginally.
0: See, I would say the opposite. I, I I believe that if I was to pick one of these networks, and I'm not saying completely ignore the other ones, because they can be updated automatically with the same content that we're adding to the primary site but i believe that if we pick one of the primary mobile sorry one of the primary social networking sites whether it be twitter facebook google plus and really work to be dominant in your category and get very very good at, at tackling that personal network or that single network i believe by focusing on one and really doing a good job Uh, you'd be far better off than than kind of weekly managing four. And I I, I came to this realization after thinking about how we've had to take all of the websites that we used to have and to prune it down, prune it down, prune it down, just because we couldn't manage in today's environment all of these websites. So now we have only a handful. And then I thought about, well, if I had to start over again – because let's say something happened we had to start over again, what would I do differently? Well, I would build only one website and pour all my energy into that one, one site. And then thinking about the social media networks, I think if Facebook makes sense to you or Twitter or Google+, or maybe it's Pinterest, I think it would be far better off to absolutely dominate and focus in on the one, the power of one, huh. to, to really kind of uh, go with that. And then I think there would be some spillover into the others anyways. But uh, I think um, time will tell. But just maybe a challenge to those, to those listeners who find yourself in a little bit of a similar board. Think about it. It's worth, uh, it's worth considering. Should you uh, dilute your efforts over multiple sites or focus all your energy uh, you know, or the primary energy into, uh, into one? So now, Arlene, let's talk, about, uh, let's talk about our business a little bit, but also as it relates to everybody else, because uh, everybody runs quite similar businesses uh, as far as uh, those who are listening. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to figure out what, what could I do in 2014 that could be simple but could have a really profound effect on our business overall, from, from number of subscribers coming in, number of visitors to the site, uh, total sales, uh, basically more listeners to the episodes of the shows, everything, and I had to think about that for a while. What could I do? What could I improve? and I think I figured it out I okay. think I think this one little strategy could pr- probably double maybe triple or quadruple our business, and I know it 's an area sometimes I spend some good time on it, other times i don 't because i 'm in a hurry, but it's it's it 's basically focusing more attention and getting better at writing high, high, high quality, intriguing headlines. Because if you think about it, the blog posts that we write, the articles that we write, whether it's a a regular blog post or a feature full-length article, typically the headline of the article, and we've probably all heard this, they say 80-85% of an article is its headline. Uh, So focusing on a headline will increase readership, will increase all kinds of things. Uh, Same goes for the title tag. If the title tag is extremely strong, the title tag, tag many times is just the headline on the actual article or blog post or a condensed version of it. Well, that title tag, of course, shows up in the search results. In the Google results as the headline in the SERP. So if it's a very, very, very strong headline, Then there's also a much more likely uh, likely uh, chance that they're going to click on that link and come through to the website or come through to that page. Very true. I also thought uh, for presentations, maybe PowerPoint presentations. Same goes for titles of the presentation. uh, More people to view the presentation. uh, More people to uh, you know will be sharing those presentations. Uh, and, I, and I started to think about this because I was having a good look around slideshare.net uh, where you can upload PowerPoint presentations if you happen to be a speaker. And I was looking through them and figuring out which ones were, were getting the real traffic. There's lots of there that have 1,000, 2,000 visitors, but there's others that have fifty, hundred, two hundred, three hundred, five hundred thousand views on their PowerPoint presentations. And if you look at them, most of them had extremely strong headlines. and. The more people of course you can bring into the presentation and if you, you're leading them through a presentation into a, a call to action, the more likely are likely they are. And also because the presentation is better named, the uh, more people will actually view it. And then lastly, and I can see we're coming right up against the, the clock here, uh, would be even our, the, the the headlines of our podcast. And really spending more time on improving the quality of the, the headlines for each of the shows. Because I must admit, sometimes I just quickly throw a headline together, and just because I don't have time. So maybe that's an area that uh, listeners may also want to focus on. Because if uh, you can increase the click through rate, you know, by two hundred percent, just by making sure your, your headline and your title tag is just top drawer. And standing out over your competition, uh, it would be well worth it in all areas that we've discussed. Now, Grandma, I can see uh, we are out of time. New episodes of The Affiliate Buzz can be heard every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern and 2 p.m. Pacific. You can access the archives for our previous shows on webmasterradio.fm, jamesmortel.com, and on iTunes. Arlene, thanks so much. And to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of The Affiliate Buzz.